Yeah, but uh, aloha everybody. If you're watching from the YouTube channel, uh, today we have a podcast again. I don't know what week this is actually. This is like week week five now, week six. I'm not sure. We've done a, a bunch of these podcasts already. And it's pretty pretty good. I've been checking out a lot of the comments that you guys put on the YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to make some more adjustments moving forward uh, with the podcast. But uh, as you can see today, we have some familiar faces. Um, especially Thompson. Th Thompson. He's been in like almost every single one except for maybe like the first one. And uh, we have some other faces like uh, Once Love and Burke who have been in previous podcasts. And our new guest of the day. I try to bring one or two new people every single podcast. Today's special guest is, you may know him, Mte. As a very high level RT player. Uh, feel free to introduce yourself, Mte. Uh, I'm MT. Uh, oh, MT. The name sorry. derives from uh, Mike T, so it's MT. It's my initials. If you guys didn't know, now you know. Oh, I have a question Election. for you, real quick, uh, before we get into this. Uh, do, do you stream, sure. or do you plan to like start doing more streams or something like that? Uh, I just finished a big contract, so I'm gonna start streaming sometime soon. Okay. I, I have a question so. for MT as well. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. No, no, Tom. How many uh, LD Nat fives do you have? <laughs> How many do you have? A five. Five. Wait, I thought you had more than that. Two relevant ones. Yeah, but don't have, don't be a girl. Don't have, want the I have question. Two relevant out. ones. I have two relevant ones. Yeah. No, I have three relevant ones. Liar. Eleanor, <laughs> Artemil, and something else, right? Okay, yes, so I have four relevant. Now, ones. Why don't you just answer my question? Uh, how do you define relevant? Why, why don't seven. you just answer my question? All right, we'll, 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 we'll get into this. We'll get into this in just a second here. Uh, Tyler and Burke and I guess Thompson, if you want to introduce yourself again, uh, feel free to do so just in case people are just tuning in for the first time here on Twitch or on YouTube. Uh, go ahead and uh, yeah. Let's start with uh, Tyler. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Want Some Love. Uh, stream on Twitch as well. Been around for a long time. Uh, I am the, you know, the Asian guy with no LD now five. You can change that. Uh, no, we can't. <laughs> Go ahead, Burke. Yeah. What's good? I'm Burke. I'm Burke Burke on Twitch. And I also have no light, dark, net fives. But, you know, Elsha, Vero, and uh, Jean kind of count, right? So three. Three light, dark, net fives. There you go. And uh, of course, Thompson, okay, you don't have to introduce yourself. Okay, you're literally on every single week. Everybody knows who the I, hell you I are. just want to say something. Like, <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead. My... I was uh, a troll last Yeah. My... Um, uh, microphone was broken, so yeah, just yeah. I wasn't trolling. So what happened last week? If you guys missed out, uh, last week's podcast at towards the end, his mic started like sounding really low, and uh, we thought he was trolling us with like some kind of voice modifier, but it wasn't. Uh, it turns it out happened that again earlier this week too. Yeah, some of my friends told me with this uh, uh, Blue Yeti mic that uh, that that glitch sometimes happens where it makes your voice super low. So he wasn't actually trolling, but I think that was hilarious as hell. But anyways, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining me uh, for today's podcast. Uh, we got a couple topics that uh, we're gonna be talking about today. Uh, the main thing that we're going to be talking about today will be pretty much regarding into RTAs. MTA brought up because of the recent event. I got to hang out with him in IRL. Pretty much, actually pretty much everybody here was at that event at the uh, Saturday event last week. We were able to attend the sneak preview of the short film that you guys all saw from Comp to Us. So uh, MTA brought up a good thing about uh, wanting to share how to team build uh, in RTA as well as um, potentially even how to pick and ban in RTA. So we're going to start off with today's topic here. Uh, topic number one, which would be uh, how to team build. Uh, I can let you take it away, MT. I, I, you said MT, but you know people call you MT, MT. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's all the same. Anyways, uh, go ahead, take uh, it away, MT. Tell us a little bit more about yeah. it, and uh, I guess we can start discussing and uh, brainstorming about so, uh, how to team build. So I'll go into a little history about team building. Uh, when I first initially started this game, I, I didn't understand the whole concept of team building, or 
making units efficiently work together. Um, you know, wh when I first built teams, I watched Baryon stream, saw him do dungeons or whatnot, and just copied it. Didn't have any speed tuning involved, didn't have anything to kind of match up against them. He had obviously better runes, and I didn't understand why it was failing a lot. And uh, down the road, I, I kind of understood what team building really was. You just, you, the whole team concept not only comes from having a diverse set of runes, it also comes from having uh, your team actually work together cohesively. Uh, the problem with a lot of people is that you see a lot of meta units. Uh, I myself do this often. I see a meta unit, and the first thing I think of is like, oh, that, that, that's got to be OP. I, I need to put that into my team. Or I'll, I'll throw that in the mix somehow. I'll, I'll start ruining it. You know, the, this one's awesome. It, it's got to work. But then you use it, and you're like, hey, it doesn't really work together. Why is she so OP? Why is everyone having so much success with this? And you know, with uh, Mo Long, I, I threw my best set of violent on him that worked for him. And originally, when I used him, I, I didn't understand why everyone thought he was so OP. But after looking at the value of the monster, I started seeing him more as a team player than him himself as the unit. And in order to work or have him work efficiently, I needed to bring a sustain with him. And then that kind of changed my concept. And then I started valuing monsters. You know, OK, so. My biggest value for my team right now is Velajul. And Velajul is on the top of my list. And the reason why I decided to do that was because Velajul has a pretty big kit. A lot of people don't see it. You see him as, oh, you know, he, he doesn't have that fast of a base speed. He doesn't do much. But to me, he has damage. He has a pseudo strip. He has cleanse. Immunity and a speed boost. That's he like has the best third one. move in the game. <laughs> exactly. And, so what? And so what you're saying is that a lot. You're, you're you're saying your perception on you know choosing units, building units, and this um, team building really changed uh, as you were you know doing RTA instead of just looking at the units, seeing whatever works more in synergy with it instead of just picking units that are meta, right? And I think that's right. you know what a lot of players do is when they're doing RTAs and stuff, they build up units that they think are the most meta and they just pick them all together and they don't have them rude properly and they don't have them, you know, even work in synergy. And so what, what right. is what is a, a team that you're currently using a lot in RTA that you're finding very uh, effective? Well, m my team is pretty broken because they're all just broken units. Well, let's hear it. I but, mean, uh, I, I, people love to hear it, man. Let's, let's hear how broken well, it is. I bring Gianna. Artemil, okay, that's enough. You're, uh, we're done. Okay, you can, you can leave the room now. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Later. <laughs> Go ahead. But, uh, Gianna, Eleanor, Artemil, uh, Velajul, and then I throw in a, a mix of either Tableau, Celia, or uh, and then Ganymede is another. Did man, just say option. Celia. The man, the man just named like the whole list of LDNAT fives. So here's a here's an example of team building. Like out of that comp, actually, um, the best unit is not Celia or Ganymede. The the best unit in that comp is his speed lead. It's Tableau. Right. Yeah. Tableau's because awesome. if if he doesn't have that speed lead, he'll still get wrecked no matter what. <clears throat> so yeah, that's like a good example of 
team building because he can't just throw six strong monsters on there. You need your speed lead to mix with your fast ruins as well. Okay, so let's, right. let's try to make this conversation a little bit more relevant to maybe the majority of players out there. What kind of what type of units should they be looking for when they're t kind of team building for RTA? You know, because there's I think you know obviously using you know your strongest units or your your nat fives are very good, but I think. Like you said, team building is important. So what type of units should they be looking to kind of create and get ready for RTA? You, you for... need to understand, oh, uh, you, you need to uh, understand which route you're taking, like what's your strongest monster. And then um, you wanna be, you have to recognize which one are your bruisers, which one are your strippers, uh, which one are your immunity and uh, go from there. Like, are you gonna take the immunity route and, or are you gonna take the bruiser route are you going to AOE strip? Are you going to single target strip? And um, always like have a, a speed lead uh, ruined up, like you know Vanessa or like uh, Sierra or something. And you need to build your team around that. You have to understand what are your bruisers, what are your strippers, what are your CCs and stuff like that. And right. you're going to single target strippers and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, you pretty much want to choose one or two monsters that you want to enable too. And then you decide how you get them to do exactly what they need to do. So you bring a, let's do a, a, a you know, free-to-play team, Copper Bulldozer. Those are successful. I mean, a lot of people don't see it, but those are extremely successful. There's a few G3s that use it from time to time. Even Copper Bulldozer, how do you enable them to do exactly what they need to do? What do you need to bring and what are your weaknesses? That's how you kind of determine, you know, how you build a successful team. There's a lot of people who try it, and they're like, oh, but he banned my, my, uh, my defense buff, and you know, I, I don't have any way of countering it now. But then you have, an, you have two options there. Uh, I forgot what the wind one's called. Olivia? Uh, Olivia, right. Mm -hmm. So you have Olivia. And, you have the uh, Olivia, you have Amesity. I see people use Makuni. Exactly. Um, it's actually a free-to-play comp that people underestimate. Right. is the copper bulldozer comp in uh, RTA. Right, and, and people always underestimate these teams, but if you have your units ruined well enough, speed-tuned, and you know your Messity or Olivia really fast, they can be pretty... I, I tell you how to counter it, though. I'm pretty sure like 99.9% .9 of the time, you just ban the bulldozer. <laughs> you pick Vanessa Triana, and you ban one of the new right. Yeah, or you just ban the bulldozer, man. Because they can only kill one <laughs> unit, and then you, you lock them down afterwards. I mean, it depends on what comp you bring. Back. Yeah, uh, right. what, 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 what's uh, a kind of comp we haven't really uh, so, talked about? As, go ahead, go ahead. So Sorry. the comp that's, that's really, really good right now that I've seen is uh, Amesity, Olivia, Copper Bulldozer and Ganny, or the Wind Dragon. But like, what was so, it, say, if you... Oh, yeah, the Wind Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you got your speed lead, and then if you bring Ganymede, he can always res or set up somebody to do, do... Or for Copper to go again, as long as you can get him there. You could have just called uh, him Jamire instead of confusing me. I'm sorry. Jamir, Jamire. I used to call it Jamire. Some people said Jamir, so now I say both. Which is whatever I feel. Whatever I feel. I'm... I'm in Cam Jamar. <laughs> yeah, so so to go back on, you know, the whole like how to build the team and how to pick it, I, yeah. I agree really heavily with Thompson when he says you need to understand what your strongest unit is. Um, I, for example, build my entire team based on my Perna, right? I run a 234 speed Perna 
um, on Will specifically. So I ruin all my units faster. So my Vanessa's faster, my Aegis faster, my Razvelg is faster, right? Everything has to be tuned to whatever you dictate your team around, right? It's really, really hard to build a team and just say, okay, I'm going to put these units in this range and these units in this range and then just hope it works, right? It's a lot easier when you pick like one or two units that are your key focus and then build everything else around it, like a specific speed Hathor or a specific speed Molong back in the day. Yeah, I feel that um, players, like uh, like uh, what Tyler said, players should really look at their account and determine, well, like what Thompson's saying here as well, what you want to do. Like what type of RTA player you want to be, right? There's people that cleave, there's people that just bruise out, there's people that, you know, play at single target. You have to figure out what kind of style you want to play and kind of gear your units and look at your account, what's the best that your account can play. Because as you can see, you're hearing a bunch of different comps that, you know, Thompson, Tyler, MT uses, and even Burke uses something different. Burke's known to cleave, right? Straight up cleave and bomb, right, right Burke? Right. I mean, okay, so as the the wise Barian once said, build teams, not units. There but you go. Within one account, you could have multiple comps. I think the important thing to do first is to, is to identify what those comps are, not looking at units, but looking at whole comps. Once you do that, where do they overlap? And what units do they have in common? Those units are usually the most versatile units. For me, it's Tiana. I can use Tiana to either strip for a CC team or I can use it to start a bomb team. For someone else, it might be a Molong or a Ganymede. Or it might, it might be a Vela for empty. Whatever it is, find your most versatile unit that fits in all your comps or most of your comps. You know, know what you're going to start with, and then from there, have like a decision tree. You know, like if they pick this, I can go this route. If they pick that, I can go that route. But yeah, know what you're going to start with and know which way you're going to go based on what they bring. I think uh, what uh, Burke is trying to say is that uh, now, like MD is saying that you have to build teams. But then uh, after you play your team for a little bit, uh, there's always a counter for like a rock, paper, scissors type of game. So then like after you get used to your team, you have to build uh, your, you, you have to understand your first, second pick, uh, first and second pick and third picks. But then your fourth and fifth pick or your third, fourth and fifth pick could be the counters. So like your team is the, is the same core units, but your last two pick or your last three pick could be different based on how much you've played that team. Do you kind of understand? Reactionary or... picks is what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> it's just like kind of like um, uh, pretty simple. Your team is like uh, XX, uh, Gany, Hathor, uh, Molong. And then they bring in a Rakuni. So instead of the last two picks, has to be like Tessa and Vanessa. You know, like you just have to build. Uh, you have to have like uh, different. The last two picks has to be like really flexible, you know? Uh, let, let me um, give you no, an that example. Makes sense. And that makes sense. I, I hate giving you example because uh, I kind of expose myself. But like uh, my combo is... Uh... He wrote this out! <laughs> this man no, 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 prepared for the podcast! What is this? No, no, no. This is, I, I didn't know who we were talking about. Okay, um, go, go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Like this, on is Monday. Just, this is just like... This hasn't cheat sheet prepared. Yo, let me check this out. Let me check this out, man. No, no, no. I got to make one of those. I have like... I have millions of paper. Oh my God. It's like no... It goes on and on, man. God damn. Okay, like, let's go. Let's see it. Let's anyway, see one of these. I have uh, Bible. This is an honor I have to Bible. check out this. All right. This is just one page out of the Bible. Okay, but anyway, okay. like, my comp is like Jean, Tableau, Gianna. If they pick the Jean, I have Light Monkey King or Hathor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my Tableau, <laughs> if they pick the Tableau, I have like Fran, Bastet, or Vertahill. Yeah. Gianna's here, right? And then there's other strippers too. Now it says like I could go Molong, Jamire, 
Sierra Triton, Shina Martina, Tessa Triton. It goes on. Yeah. Uh, Josephine Ganny. And like, you just like make counters, you just make teams. And like, if they go like uh, Leo, Juno, or Diana, I could bring like Arda, Fran. You just like write notes and teams. That's how you build teams. And you write their speed down and you put runes on them, and there you go. Okay, I'm laughing, but this is actually really smart. You know, if you're really well, hard to play, you're serious. pointing at things and saying the wrong thing. No, I'm laughing because oh. I actually see yeah. him probably doing RTA, going down his Bible, figuring out what he's going to do. No, I mean, I got like I got tons of notes. It's like That's locked awesome. in the head. But, like, uh, when you're first brainstorming, you got to like write it down or type it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I like yeah. writing stuff definitely down, do. so, yeah. Uh, I mean, I do the same thing to some degree, too. And this is good uh, for the podcast because like, I yes, tell people is. what I do, you know? Oh yeah. yeah, no. If you guys don't know, um, if you guys haven't seen uh, these players stream, um, a, a lot of them stream their RTAs, and when they're doing their RTAs, they actually go through their thought process, which I highly recommend you guys check out. Uh, when you know Tyler or Thompson or Burke or any of them do their RTAs, uh, they actually like talk out loud, and it's really interesting to kind of sit there and listen to how their minds thinking when they're uh, picking and batting, whether it's right or wrong, right? And as well as their as they're picking units. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like yeah. that. I, I, I've never taken notes before. Yeah, but maybe maybe that's why uh, I, I am the rank I am. It, <laughs> if you go down to like the next, if you go down to like next level gaming, sometimes you'll know who you play. Mm -hmm. And then you, you take notes of your opponents as well. Yeah. Oh, so you have a page <laughs> oh, yeah. on certain opponents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. As well on what units. And it's important to know what people can counter against you. You know, right. you know what's that, funny? That's actually true. I, actually have a, I have a spreadsheet of everyone who has a Gianna or an Artemail. <laughs> No, but what Tyler said just makes sense, right? Taking down yeah. your opponents, kind of gauging their speed, like, hey, this guy outsped this unit. I know he's that he has a swift set this fast, right? This is on will. This is not. Is very, very important, right? So That's a big factor. Something that I never tell anyone is uh, I have uh, I have a sheet list of everyone who runs a swift team, because the only way I can be a swift team because I don't own a Tiana is if I pick the Stepford. So. Mm. I have a very, very extensive list of people who run Swift teams because I know I can't beat them unless I pick the set first. There you go. So at, at what point does frequent name changing and, and logo changes become a, a viable strategy? People do it. Mm, I think the bigger strategy is the one that they did in last season for the Asia server where everyone changed their name to the same thing in the profile picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think it's good. I think it's really nice, actually. Um, I think it's nice because it changes the... It changes the way you have to play RTA, right? You have to expect people have everything. Whenever I see somebody with that name and that image, I just assume it's Tiger every time because mm. Tiger's the highest ranked player with that name and that picture. Right. Yeah, it's 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 so important, man. If you if you go into an RT match and you're looking at your opponent and they're picking in Banny and you know that X unit is not on Will or something like that, that is a huge piece of knowledge for you to instantly get a, a huge advantage on turn one when you're picking and banning against them and when you're going into battle. So, man, man, taking notes is uh, pretty important. I don't know if I recommend that for, you know, the players that are, you know, you know, in Fighter or Conqueror. I, I guess you could potentially take notes, but your pool of players are going to be much larger. So, uh, unless you want to take notes on the daily, right? Because you're queuing up and you potentially get the same people during a certain time frame. That could be uh, good. But, yeah, taking out notes for your thought process is a very, uh, seems like a very viable strategy. Another good idea is also to watch replays. If you watch your own replays or you watch you know high level replays understanding where people make their picks and bans and then making the assessment of their units afterwards so let's say you know i'm fighting thompson and i pick you know vanessa gani okeanos 
two other units, he picks Gianna and Arda, but I leave his Gianna up and the Arda mill. Most likely, the reason I did that is because I don't run Will on any of my units, or I only run Will on one of them, right? So most people would like look at that objectively and be like, wow, he didn't ban Gianna, like he's going to lose. But then, you know, you go into the match and you're like, okay, this is why he didn't ban Gianna, or, you know, I'm guaranteed that my Okeanos will have speed or something like that. Okay. But that right, definitely um... helps with bans, understanding where and when certain picks and bans are bad. By the way, if you're a high-level RTA, you uh, delete all your replays. So, yeah. A lot of, a lot of high-level players do do that. Yeah, right. I've Who seen your replays. But it doesn't matter. If I, wait, if, if, I, if I favorite you, I see all your matches, even if you delete them. Mm. You see them, you can't watch the replay. Oh, really? You can watch them. Yeah, yeah. You can watch them, right? If, if you're favorited somebody, you can still watch them, even if it's deleted. I'm pretty sure, right? Oh, I mean, really? I think it's you, have a small, you have a small window once it's expired. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, expiration. Anyways, also, uh, if you play ten matches, it goes away. Um, ten matches, all matches expire after. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, actually, this is a perfect segue into the second topic here, which is pretty similar though. It's just uh, revolved around RT as well. Still, how to pick and ban? Yeah. What do you, What are your, your thought process when you're picking and banning? Um, if that's a little bit too hard to explain, we can just go in broad general discussion about it, and then we can also follow up with. Um, what are common units that are picked and how to ban against them or how to pick against them? Yeah. Before I ever go into an RTA match, do you guys ever go through your list and click that preview button to see what everyone's running? You, you, you know, you, you go, you look at the replay list, right? Of the top no, players never, or whatever. Never. And you, you, you click on it just to see what everyone's typically running. No, but that's no. a good idea. That is a good idea. That's a, that's a, if you're tryharding, yeah, that's a, that you have to do that. But if you're just playing casually, then you don't really need to do that, right? Uh, it, it's not necessarily tryharding, but I, I like to see what's commonly picked. So I know exactly what to bring in in case they do pick it. So right now, the meta is Fran. Everyone's picking Fran. Everybody. Uh, yeah, everybody's, a, uh, everyone runs it. She, she's just too good. She has a pretty big kit. But, you know, I initially go into my matches assuming that Fran's going to be picked. Now, if you're going to do a pick and ban and uh, you're, you're watching what everyone's picking and what meta units are, you just got to assume these are going to be picked first. You can either pick that first or figure out how to counter it. Not everybody has a Bulwark. Or an Odin. Or, or Gianna. Do you yeah, have both of those? True. I don't know. No, I, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have a bulwark. Oh yeah, that's like one of the few you're missing, but, right? I'm yeah. just trying to sneak it in there. That bulwark's pretty good against Fran. Yeah, Diana's great against Fran too. There's no. out there. So those I mean, are some of the counters to Fran. So so what? You know, so let's list some of the counters that uh, people can pick uh, against Fran if they can't pick Fran, right? It gets picked away. Bulwark, right? Diana. What what else? What else are units that you know? Because we got to give a wider range of units, considering well, a lot think, of players don't have all these. Before you go into that, you have to mention that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The picking and banning you have to realize that if you pick one unit to counter one unit if you have nothing else to counter it if they just ban like let's say they ban my juno right i don't ban fran well now i have to deal with fran being there i'd have no answer to it so you right. kind of need to pick a team that generally runs two of each role uh, otherwise you put yourself in a position where you're gambling against the enemy bans two of each role or two of each role that counters what you're trying to pick against right assuming that you're letting it through so it's a, it's a little bit of mind games as well with the pick and bans, don't you think? I, I, I sort of don't agree feel with like, that. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay. I also don't feel okay. like Diana is that good against 
front. I mean, well, each his own. She, she, yeah, every, every, everyone has a different speed on their Diana. I, I run my Diana pretty fast, so she gets in there before a lot of my attack dealers. But so well, yours is on point, crit rate. Yes. Well, it's HP, HP speed. But uh, oh. yeah, regardless, though, let's even assume that Diana isn't the best option against Fran. You got to see what they're bringing with Fran, too. If Fran is the enabler, so because Fran does have an attack buff, if Perna is the next pick after Fran, you obviously know this person's trying to just beat you down with a lot of damage. So, you know, they're. Their first pick usually kind of gives you an idea or a picture of what they're trying to do. And your job is to figure out what they're trying to make or what their comp is trying to achieve. So I, I don't know. A, a lot of people can kind of see it or gauge what other players are doing. Uh, once I see Fran on the board, I immediately assume that they're going to bring damage dealers with it, Perna, Tessari, and... Uh, but if it's a low damage team, they're not using their Fran properly, in my opinion. What, do you, what were you saying you disagreed about just a second ago when Tyler was talking? I missed that. Oh, no, I, I said I agree with them for the most part. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the topic was. Because we're looking for disagreements on this podcast. I was, saying, I was talking about how bringing... I, I disagreements, you know? Bringing in multiple roles. Um, so, like, if you're if you're playing against an immunity team, you bring in two strippers. If you're playing against, you know, high damage teams, you run, you know, two two units that mitigate it or two CC, right? If you're running some sort of Gany Hathor setup, generally you want a second CC with your Gany Hathor. I mean, oh, right. what it says is, is, is true because, you know, you need to make sure what, even if they ban one, you still have one of each role. And, and that's where versatility comes into play. That's where you want units that can fulfill more than one role. And going back to Fran, you know, she immunity and attack buff and cleanse heal, you, you know, well, it's not cool. got that really impressive. She does like everything, too. man. Right. So is it my... an AoE stun on the first move? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Is it AoE, so is it AoE big... defense break? I thought. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Going into a match, my biggest fear is bringing two of a kind. I I like to bait people into banning a certain monster, and I'll have an idea of what I need to ban because I'm assuming that they're going to ban that. So if I'm bringing Juno against double immunity, I'm obviously going to ban one immunity. I'm not going to assume that Juno is going to make it through. Okay, to be uh, fair though, with 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 that with that statement of like you can bait bans, don't you find it's a lot easier to bait bans when you have really oppressive LDN fives? Because like I know I know Thompson yes. can force force me into bans against things, but like well, I can't force people into bans against my units because right. there's only like one or two that really enable like the comp to be insane. Right? You ban my Gani, or maybe you ban my Vanessa speed lead. But like if you're running, let's say Gianna Arda. And you have something else on top of that, like a Fran or you have a Perna. It's like, I'm just in a really, really tight spot. Right. I agree with that. I mean, my <laughs> my original climb to G3, I didn't really have many LDs. Uh, I pulled the LDs like a few months back. But before that, uh, baiting was really hard. Uh, let me, let me say something really fair. I just need to say something and cut you off. Don't listen to Empty. It's not really hard. Before he pulled the LD Nat Fives, he had every elemental Nat Five in the game. I'm just saying. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. By the way, um, you guys don't know how I met Empty. I saw him at the first SWC, and his slogan was like, 
I didn't even get, I don't even think I got a handshake or a hi, I'm empty. He's like, I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, I have every night five, bro. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's like, I'm missing two. I'm like, okay, well, my name is Thompson and you're really OP. <laughs> I can't, can, can, you ask him can yourself. confirm. I can't can confirm. Oh my God. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, hi, oh. my name is Thompson. He's like, I have every LD. Um, good. He didn't even say nice to me. Just like, good, good, good. Mm. Wait, you have to say though, uh, MT, the, within the last like year, you've summoned quite a, a back, few LDF5s, right? Like a, a, quite a few yeah, middle I, ones. I've, I've been pretty lucky in the last... You know what it is though. You just have to add Thompson as a friend, send sweet whispers to him. Oh, I just added him as a friend on Monday. Doesn't that uh, get an LDF5 this week? <laughs> 100%. LDF5? Well, you still, I tell it's still him that he's like the most amazing person in the world and next thing you know I get Artemil. I'm no, like hey, that's we're not brothers true. Now. I didn't even get a handshake from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, Tyler's right, you know, like he called you out pretty hardcore, bro. No, no, I I agree. I mean, it is easier to bait now. But back before I was uh you know, before the LDs, I, I used to try to bait too. I mean, Okay, say somebody brings uh, Gany Hathor. What's your bait? Immunity, right? Raccoonie. Amelia, Raccoonie, right. Amelia, uh, those are good baits. But you're going to assume that your immunity is going to get baited or removed. So how do you deal with them without you know, immunity? Some people are smarter. They play the time and wait until your immunity runs out. And then there's other players that, you know, say, okay, there's an immunity on the board. That's my immediate ban. So typically with Gany Hathor, though, um, I know it's more situational on what else they have on their team, but what's a safer ban most of the time? Yeah. <clears throat> huh? Uh, against Amelia. Amelia. I think it's Amelia because Raccoon oh, can yeah. always be No, controlled. he's saying, like, who do you ban, uh, Hathor mm. or Gany? Oh, I think Gany. a lot of times, Gany, 100%. You know, I, I, I I would say Gany as well, but it's like it's it a little bit more situational. Team comp is. Yeah, there's a little more situation team comp, but for the general right. public out there, I think people have a hard time with figuring out who to ban in certain instances. Yeah, like yeah. Gany Hathor. I feel Gany is always like, Gany, but so when in I actually Gany. always ban Hathor. Yeah, I think um, the I reason think I that's always ban rule. Hathor. And and you saw me when I was playing on your account on Saturday, but when <laughs> I when I play against that, I ban Hathor because so a lot of people don't know how Hathor's sleep mechanic works, but the way two turns sleep works. Is that when you're two turns left, you cannot violent proc. So what happens is you turn sleep, and then the next turn you can violent proc. Because when you wake up from the turn and you're still CC'd, you're unable to take a, um, a proc. So I find that when you fight Gany Hathor, generally you need to get one lucky violent here or there, unless you have a really good team comp setup. But I find Hathor is a lot stronger. Also, the fact that she doesn't glance on her third skill i think makes her really really strong pretty much everyone runs 85 accuracy so there's no point in believing in resistance i heard you say this before but i'm not sure i, I saw you make a funny face as well uh thompson why is that oh no because i i don't know what you mean by you can't violent proc uh, if you have two turns sleep on you you cannot proc into zero turns um if you have one turn sleep on you you can wake up and then violent proc yeah yeah, yeah. but you have two turns you can't violent proc you two turns sleep you cannot okay. violent proc no matter what yeah, well, I've you heard you say that a couple of times, sleep, but I never tested her. You can't proc out of two turn sleep. It's not possible. It doesn't exist. Uh, I thought you can proc onto the next sleep and then out of you that. Can't. You can't. I, I've played like 
2,000 matches of Hathor in the last three seasons, and I watch it every single time. And I've asked people in all the EU streams and all of the EU RTA players to watch mm. it. It doesn't exist. That, that might and be something we learned that. check out. That's, that's weird, yeah. It was actually a European player that told me about that. Same with the European yeah. player that told me about how Diana works. But you could proc out a one-turn sleep for sure. Yes. Yes. Because yeah, what that, happens is the order, sure. the order it goes is that it ticks, it ticks sleep first, and then it ticks damage. So if you have dots, it goes, it goes uh, sleep and then damage, and then it ends your turn. And because you end your turn, if you are awake at the end of your turn, you are able to violent proc. Hmm. Okay. Everybody okay. out there. And that, you're right, uh, DJ. You're right to specify. It is specific to RTA because of the one violent limit. It, it makes it, it makes sense. Um, if anybody out there has ever tested it, you got a video of it. If you ever Proking out a two-turn sleep. Let's get it because I guess we're 99.9% certain, right? It's kind of one of those things. No, but what I'm trying to say is that you could still proc out of one-turn sleep, so Correct. it's like you know. Yeah, that that's always a known thing. It's the two-turn part that. I, 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 yeah, I and plus the uh, the Ganymede like just like kind of removes a unit from the game for a long time. I guess like it just depends on your uh, the team you pick against and seeing if you have like long cooldowns or short cooldowns too. Right, so going back to that, I feel like when in doubt, just ban the Gany because it has just so much more versatility on majority of team comps that you'll be fighting against between And Gany the coolest and part about Gany uh, is that most Gannies are like mm, 280 plus, you know? Am I in, right? In G3. Yeah. Rel relative to your rank, they're gonna be yeah, uh, decent so it's like Hathors mm -hmm. might, Hathors, unless they're on Swift, you know, could be like 270, you know? 275 but then gannies are always like 280s you know so in g3 to 300 even in g3 yeah. well either way uh, the gannies usually you know, faster i think the, i'm thinking like the, g1 uh, g2s swift, you're gonna see like 260 ish really uh, gannies to to like 300 and there's mm. been a lot of swift gannies as well so you know with the uh with the recent patch a lot of people are running their hathor faster than their ganny again um anyone who's you know really taken a good adjustment is either running swift to thor or they've slowed down their ganny just slightly uh, it's kind. Of, it's nice to have really fast Ganny still, but you need to have units that move in front of him. I've been talking to Fame Memory Josh about this for a while, and he recommended putting a couple units in front of my Ganny, and it definitely improved my success rate because instead of having useless Ganny turn one when they're full will, I can actually do something. You know, you can ventilate another unit. That's yeah, nice. So Ganny's a good band. The, because, the uh, only thing you're not protected against is Oki. Other than Oki, everything else you're. Yeah. It's better. That's the thing, because if Oki is able to go and it just resets whatever, you're not going to be able to ventilate it like before. That's the only monster you're scared of, or like a 300 speed Aegir, but that's that's about it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, which doesn't happen often enough. <laughs> I'm just. Sorry. Any any other yeah, maybe uh, since we're talking about Ganyan Thor, any other like specific you know kind of units that you might see that people have a hard time picking and banning against, and um, how to pick accordingly or how to pick accordingly for uh, against them. I think yeah. uh, Ver, Fire Vampire, Vertihill. Yeah. Oh, Ver, yeah, that's yeah. right. And you just bring like burst damage against Vertihill, and it's... that's what everybody's telling me. Yeah, it's yeah. like if you let a Ver through, you decide to leave a Ver through, you better be able to just nuke it, right? Yeah. Basically, because like nobody really bans the Ver. Right. Do you, do you often ban Ver? Oh, I'm a big fan of Jean, so I ban Ver a lot. Okay, I ban Ver if they have speeds. Okay, I ban Ver if I know it's gonna just do too much against my team like if bird and leo are in the field uh, i'm banning bird yeah it really depends on the copy brain because bird is a good counter to it's a lot of aoe's in general or jean like thompson said okay cool 
Um, any other uh, things you guys want to talk about in general now? It doesn't have to be picking bands, doesn't have to be uh, team building, whatever it is that you guys want to discuss in RTA and get opinions on with everybody else that's in the uh, room here. Feel free to ask. Anybody? <clears throat> when you guys started doing RTA, um, were you like really high rank when you, when you first started doing it? I know when I first started doing RTA, I was like conk one maybe. And then over the next like, that was in the preseason, like the original preseason where we could get wings. And then I think after that, I pushed into like Guardian 1, Guardian 2 after about six months. I'm just curious of everyone's experience, like whether you guys started at a really high rank or if you, you know, climbed your way up I, or not. I think I might be G2 once. I don't know. I forgot. Usually I've never been lower than that. It's like G3 every season, I think. Yeah, I'm in preseason. Decline. I'm on the decline as well. Yeah, in preseason, I, I originally didn't do so well. I didn't. I you mean you mean, sure mean like pre LD net fives? Well, no, I'm still toxic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. Sorry. Yo, you're taking a beat today, dude. That. We were yeah, all thinking it. Yeah. But it's okay. I, I still come out the winner. I was seven. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, uh, every elemental nat five. But uh, <laughs> but before that, I, I didn't understand what comps were and didn't really have a team going in. I just put my best runes on the units I thought were good and just did it. But that was also because I was coming back to the game at that time. I had taken a like a six or seven month leave before then, and then came back as soon as RTA came out. And I was under ruined, under or I didn't have many monsters either. Yeah, like, but, like uh, you said, a lot of players really, really believe it's monster and runes. I, I think it is to a certain extent, but would you say the majority of RTA? Is actually coming from a lot of skill as well like if you give if you give let's say you give like a random person your account Thompson I don't think they'll be even nearly at the rank that you are incorrect if I give anyone my account they'll be g3 oh wow wow this guy challenge is <laughs> this guy this guy it's about knowledge I, is I, what I, I'm trying to I get I would at. agree to say that they'd be guaranteed g1 and most likely g2 I don't no, know No, they'll be guaranteed g3 Thompson <laughs> is really humble but think, skill is definitely a factor I don't mean this to be offensive but I think you overestimate how good people are at playing RTA they, they and have a lot of knowledge. experience let me, let me segue with this this is really funny you guys gotta watch it so like you don't delete I don't delete replays right so people watch my shit so like uh, I brought uh Jean, Gianna, and Tableau, right? I'll show you. This freaking cancer guy, he brings um, Tetra and Vermos. Freaking like Tetra and like Vermos. Yeah. Cancer, right? What a freaking a-hole. But you I know how I to think... counter you. He's, I, I, he's got a big brain. I, I can't I was... freaking do it. How do I screen share? You can't that. But what I was yeah. trying to get at was that, you know, knowledge is very important in this game. Like, being able to hang out in this podcast, being able to watch replays, getting knowledge on units, how they work, mechanics of RTA is a big role in RTA. And like you're you're assuming that somebody gets your account, they're gonna be G three, and you're assuming most of the players that you know or guardian players, right? But obviously those people are the people that are not in the category of who I'm talking about, right? Because they have knowledge in the game, they know how the mechanics of uh, most of the characters work. If you were to give that to a fighter player, do you think he'll still be G three in a week of doing wings? I don't think so. Yeah, I'll just, I think I'll that G three play. I'll I think give my account and tell them to bring China. Well, you're Bastet. giving them knowledge, right? You're giving them knowledge is what I'm saying. The majority of, I'm saying a lot of RTA okay. is knowledge. Well, is what let's I'm let's give them your notepad, they'll be G3. <laughs> yes, let's put it this way. All right, if I was given Mike Tyson's body, right? <laughs> and I'm going to a boxing ring, I have no experience. I don't know how to punch. 
You're right. I don't know how to fight. I'm definitely going to lose. But you need the body, which is true. I've got this OP body, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just a body at that point. That's that's a that's a good that's a good example. Okay, yeah. let, let me say this: If I give my account to ninety-five percent of anybody that plays Summoner's War, they will be G three. That that is totally oh, false. Wait, that, is that, that is totally incorrect. false. That is vastly that, incorrect. That, that is totally incorrect. I completely. That is totally incorrect. Your average player is not even fighter one, Thompson. Thompson's really <laughs> yeah. humble. That's all it is. He's just too humble to admit that that he knows what he's doing. Okay, end of the day, I'm just trying to get at if you want to be a better RTA player. Right? Obviously, farm runes. Obviously, if you get more units, it can help your account. But taking the time to watch replays, taking the time to, you know, check out streams and ask questions and watch RTAs is going to greatly improve your rank. Because I want to be able to help the majority of the population to want to play RTA and have uh, the enjoyment of RTA. I feel RTA has a high skill cap, and that's uh, that's why people enjoy playing it. And I don't think you necessarily have to be endgame, endgame uh, to enjoy and play RTA. I have a quick question I want to ask. I don't know if it's appropriate. Okay, why don't you whisper it to me real quick here? I, I, I saw uh, I saw Jew Bagel's like new YouTube video, and he said like the new um, Summoners War RTA like uh, real time. Uh, wait, Summoners War a new RPG Summoners War is coming up. Yeah, the MMO. They they just announced it. Yeah, they Are announced you guys it. gonna play it or no? Because I am too invested in this game. I don't know if I'm gonna play it, man. Honestly. Okay, so the MMORTPG was talked about last year. They were supposed to announce it last year. It's getting announced now. And from what I know, um, uh, it's going to be like a separate game. I don't know if it's going to be similar or not at all, to be honest. Yeah, I'm just afraid I'm going to lose all my friends in game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I gotta... the community being split is always a concern when something like this happens. I mean, you, you, we should at least try the game out, you know, socialize in the game, say hi. But in the end, if our hearts are already with Summoner's War and we've already invested in Summoner's War, it, it, it is hard. But you got to at least give it a try. It, it can only help the game grow if, if the IP spreads. It's, it's a different type of game, though. You know what I mean? And as a yeah. gamer, you, you enjoy different types of games. So the people who will enjoy MMORPGs will probably hop over there and dabble at it. But with any new game, no matter the, the creator of the game, it, it takes a while to mature. So it's not going to be anything like Summoner's War. So I still feel Summoner's War will be here for a okay, long cool. time, man. I think, yeah. I think the hardest awesome. thing, too, is like with the whole mobile MMO aspect, everyone's so like scarred from all the ones that were released. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's everyone's just on about? the fence. Like they hear nope. mobile MMORPG. I am waiting for like, a Diablo mobile, dude. Oh, my God. It's going to be lit. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, by the way. Everyone hates on mobile games. <laughs> you know, they're pretty convenient, though. But uh, to answer your question, Thompson. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to play? Gonna play it. No. You're not? Yeah, I'm not too. I'll play it. Yeah, I, I, have too much of, I have too much of my time invested into Summoner's War. I think, we'll I think a lot I, of us will dabble into it, though. Yeah, I, I mean, just hope the support for Summoner's War doesn't dwindle because yeah. of Summoner's yeah. I, I can't dabble. I, I don't think it does. I, I think Summoner's War has its own team uh, <laughs> because it's the biggest game. I mean, you can play the MMO without tryhard. You can just, you know, walk around nice and explore, you know, indulge in the lore, and then go back and try hard in regular Summoner's War. I don't just, like to waste my time. I'm just actually curious to see yeah. how good the game is. That's it. I want to see how good it is. But let's be real. Come to us knows that Summoner's War, Summoner's War Sky Arena is their um, is their baby, and uh, it's their it's a moneymaker. So they wouldn't invest more time in something else than this one until maybe oh, this one's not looking like it's continuing to grow but i think the growth is still exponential for summoners war um 
no matter what anybody says, right? A lot of people are like, oh, did you hear this person's quitting and whatnot? That's Twitch and YouTube, I feel like, makes such a small percentage of the total population of people who actually play Summoner's War that we know of. Okay. It's actually people are always going to quit the People are always going to quit a game. That, that's mm -hmm. just the natural cycle. People quit, people people join. But yeah, Twitch, YouTube really amplifies whenever someone quits. And that's all we really hear. But the, the game's still alive and running. I don't think it's hard for this game to attract like newer players. You sure? But I think, you know I think they did pretty they're... good. They just, wait, they just hit 100 million downloads. Speaking of that, I heard today they're going yeah. to do some kind of, somebody like data mine. There's supposed to be a new pack or something. And they're saying it's a 100 million download uh, special pack. Yes, I guess yeah, uh, what I mean is it's hard to attract new relevant players. Okay, so yeah, it might be hard for a new player to suddenly jump into G3. But if you go and look at really the chat rooms, there, there's people who have played, started playing within the last year, within the last few months. People are still joining the game. They might not be competitive in RTA for another couple of years, but there's still an influx of players. Wait, those, people, those people could be quite toxic. Because they'd be like, oh, uh, I started off late, and then you're so good, and I can never catch up, and yeah. I, I just so, like... Go ahead, go ahead, Tyler. I, I think you have um, a good I was actually having on. this conversation with uh, a friend of mine who quit a player for a long time. He quit Summoner's War maybe in the last year or so. Um, logs in once in a while to just see what's up and stuff. But um, the discussion we were having about it was, you know, is Summoner's War dying? And my, my kind of view on it and what I've seen over the last few months is that as these G3, like high G2 level players quit RTA and quit the game and leave, um, what ends up happening is there's this influx of C3 players who have now pushed into G1. And now that the ranks have opened up to 2,500, 1,000, 300, so that they're more specific and set in stone, um, there's kind of this mindset when you're close to a rank, like, oh, I want to push for that rank. So I'm going to start spending money. I'm going to start influencing people to play with me. I'm going to start, you know, competing with my friends. So naturally, as players quit, there's actually this like psychological draw into the game where players who have been playing for a long time become very influential, right? That's why we have streamers that come up, you know, people that haven't streamed before, you know, people who are in the G1 to G3 range, or even people who are lower, you know, they push the game and they educate players and they help people. Right. right now we have we even, even with all the like really big names that have quit we still have tons of content creators and we have tons of new upcoming content creators too shredded is back yeah he's back i i, yeah. I was talking to him uh yesterday and uh he's back so it's it's good oh uh, why is he back was that uh, not, nothing never mind no he like, did he, i think he did a video on it uh explaining so if you guys well i didn't watch it but i just heard he's back yeah he's, yeah. he's back and he's gonna make content again so that's good I'm kind of glad he's back. He was good for the community. Yeah. But, um, I, I just got a text from someone. Shredded is back. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> That's how I found out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, going back, I feel like the game is very enjoyable for players. I mean, RT is big, but it's, it's big in our eyes. Like, as a new player, think about it. Put yourself in their shoes, right? They're a new player, they're coming in to play a mobile game. It's a free game, yeah? There's so many aspects of Summoner's War to enjoy, right? All the achievements to do at the beginning, you know, getting through all the scenarios, the dungeons, making friends, making guilds, doing guild wars and stuff, stuff like that. It's, there's a lot of aspects and a lot of things for you to do that are not RTA related at all, not endgame related at all. So I think the game's doing a really good job at catering towards a lot of the newer players, if you've noticed, through all of the, these different changes that they've done in the last couple of years that you just really haven't realized it. Yeah, all the achievements, helping you to make Veramoles, helping you to guide you to get into the game. We never had this when we started. So they're doing yeah. really good at bringing in 
players into this game? They are and they aren't. Uh, they're adding a bunch of new things for the newer players, but then they're pricing them out too with all of these different packs, reaps. Uh, okay, but that's memorial assuming stones. that people are competitive. That, yeah, right? if they're By competitive, nature, the which... majority of players right. are not competitive. Mm -hmm. I would say that less than ten percent of players are, you know, competitive in a game like this. Right? We have so many players. You go into a default channel and you watch the default channel. You lug a hundred names. I guarantee you, five to ten of them will be competitive players. The rest are just casual. They're spend. just enjoying some of the other ones will be people who spend and don't care, or they've just been playing for a long time. There's I also players... want to say this. If you are not competitive, you tend to quit. There's players who have never yeah. stepped foot in an RTA match, but enjoyed this game on a, on a daily basis. They enjoy talking in chat. You know, they, they, they enjoy, like, like Island said, Guild Wars. You know, Guild Wars is usually, you know, with the exception of farming guilds, Guild Wars means, yeah, even if they're weaker, they're up against a weaker guild. They have fun working as a team with their friends. It, it's a social game. Yeah. And, and like, what's it? That guild know, aspect is huge. Being able to play with your friends. Yeah. yeah. It's a very small percentage that, that's competitive at the highest levels. But the rest of the player base still supports the game. And, and we, we kind of depend on each other to, to survive. You know, the end game players can't survive on, on, on their own. You know, if it's, just, if it's only whales, it, it's the prices are just going to go up and up. You know, we, we need the rest of the player base. At the same time, the whales support the game so that the rest of the people can enjoy it. it it's, it's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I think, I think whatever, despite what people say, this game is uh, thriving, and it's bringing a lot of players into the game, free-to-play, casual players that are really enjoying it, and they're doing a really good job, to be honest. It's, hard, it's actually hard yeah. to cater towards, you know, um, every aspect and every type of player in the game, the people that have been there for so long and... The people that they're joining in, because end of the day is they still want to bring in more players every day, no matter what happens. If they right, want to bring in more players, they should make more cooperational gameplay. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's coming out soon. Didn't you guys see uh, on the bottom uh, in the scenario it says preparing update? It should be coming out real soon. That's that's gonna be it. That, that's 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 it, man. That's gonna be the game changing release right there. More ways for my guildies to yell at me for not carrying my weight. Yeah. But uh, to kind of uh, I have I can relate to the whole new players aspect because my wife started playing. Oh, uh, right after uh, SWC. Yeah. Uh, she got into the game, but she couldn't. She couldn't get past uh, Giants B seven. So she was struggling there. There's even though there's a lot of things to help the new players, there's still a big speed bump getting past that part, and that was where she just kind of said, "Ah, uh, you know what." I, I don't really want to sit and just farm B6 for, you know, a few hours, get blue drops, and hope that I can get to B7. I think it that's pretty, where the knowledge kind of kicks in. Because you, yeah, you I mean, should be I, able to do it, yeah. So, yeah, so, I, I taught her as best as I could, but she just wasn't willing to uh, sit and hit the farm button over and over. Which is totally understandable. So I actually, I, I disagree yeah. that it's a knowledge bump. Um, mm. Right now, we have so much given knowledge in the game, especially with the achievement system. I have, I have done it. I've have done like the whole two-player grind again on a Same. couple accounts. Same. In the last like maybe half a year, and for the most part, it's really just a dedication thing. It's how much time do you want to dedicate to getting past it, right? It's very doable and it's very straightforward. But I under, I agree. I totally agree. It is very grindy, right? But that's the nature of this game. We've been playing this game for three plus years. Some of right. us four plus years. You know, we know how grindy it is. We grind whatever dungeon for like 12 hours a day every day, right? If you want to improve. But the thing is like, <laughs> as a new player, when, when people come to my stream and they're like, oh, like, is this game free to play friendly? Is it all these things? I'm like, 
The game is very free to play friendly in the early game. You will not be in the top percentage. You can enjoy the game still, but keep in mind the game is very grindy. So if you like a time sink, it's good. If you don't, it's probably not for you. And it's probably yeah. not for you for any mobile game. Let's be real. <laughs> Unless you're looking to play like uh, what some kind of mobile. I don't know. Collect, right? Yeah. Unless you're well. I I feel like uh, that the free to play aspect of the game doesn't really kick in until you're able to do some of the things though. So events. A lot of people don't have the monsters to finish events. Some people don't have monsters to do this aspect of the game. Like TOA is a great free to play product. Mm -hmm. But in order to get there, you you either have to grind a lot of hours or, you know, get kind of lucky on runes or whatnot. I but think all it is is it, um, time. I, I think that with mobile yeah. games and, you know, spending in mobile games and gotcha games, money will accelerate the time and speed that you will progress. But like right. like Tyler said, if you put the time in and you, you know, you take it casually, you'll, you'll eventually get there. It's just you're not going to be uh, able to do everything optimally, right? Which is... Summoner War is one of those games you can invest a lot of money in and still not speed up your time. I'll tell you that, though. Yeah. Well, now in your current position, no, no, where you're no, like, I, stuck imagine, in the... imagine you start off the game, okay, and you spend like thirty dollars, and you pulled a freaking aerial. Yeah, that's gonna speed up your time. It's true, but I mean, like, there's that's a lot of a uh, lot of free to play things that you can make and obtain that speed up your times. You Bella, Vero, Verd now being fusion, like these things yeah. over time and playing and. You know, of course, you got to get lucky too, right? That's a fun aspect of the game. Logging every day, doing bit by bit, getting a couple summons. You never know when you get lucky with the threes and even fours that are progressing in the game. Yeah. I find that aspect kind of lucky, being free to play. If, if you never summon like a Hua, a Galleon, a Lucian, like you're not speeding what up nothing. Twins? Yeah. And nowadays it's twins. Yeah, my, um, my wife was 100% free to play. She didn't, she was not lucky at all. I mean, they're doing their best to help us. They gave us Verde. They just gave us a free twin. They they mm. recognized that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these days they, they found a way to ease us in the galleon. Uh, they, they should, by the way. It's it's essential. But well, I feel like I feel like galleon no. is good. But on that quick topic though, uh, galleon's good. But I mean, there's a lot of replacements. Whereas Verd, I mean, it's not there's not really replacements except for maybe Spectre. You know what I mean? Not as many I guess options for for early game. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I really hope well, that see, they continue like to do some that. Free, uh, some people could get frustrated because like they spend money on the game and they get like no returns. It's not, a gotcha game, baby. It's a gotcha game. It's <laughs> luck of the draw, <laughs> baby. Me. Yep. You pay. You I mean, pay knowing. You know, I think in, in this world there's gotcha. you know enough people complaining. Yeah, it's you, uh -huh. you. I tell people if you're gonna spend, know what you're spending on before you do. Well, it. what I'm saying is uh, maybe they should do something about like dupes or stuff like that. Cause like you pull two aerials, man, you're, you should quit the game. Uh, Siege, yeah, they made advice. it, it's called Siege. Yeah, that was yeah. their response. I, I, I'm just saying I'm from their point, like, that's, hey, that's their response by yeah. the way. You know, two hey, what's up Patrick, I'm on podcast right now. You're on podcast, oh, hello. Hey, what's up Why? Cause Hey, we, so yeah, actually Pat. this week we actually have five yeah, guests on the podcast. We have a uh, Cuz here as well. <laughs> okay, bye Mr. Whale. Bye. I got fun him. <laughs> okay, I have a question for for you guys. If you're okay with this, Brian, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. If you could give one tip to people who are trying to improve an RTA because they're stuck, not because they're new to it, but because they're stuck, what is your one piece of advice? Um, I'll go first. To be fair, so for mine, my one piece of advice is if you're hard stuck in RTA, you should completely reruin your RTA account completely because if you when you completely reruin 
all the units that you've been using for so long, it gives you a totally different perspective on how you can use units as well as how your account can go in direction. So what do you guys think? I feel like uh, a duck is a duck, a horse is a horse. Like you cannot turn a duck into a horse, you know? <laughs> that, no, that, that piece of advice did absolutely nothing. Wait, can, can you explain? I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Can you explain to me? Like I'm maybe straight. I, I think we it. need to be G3 with LD and F5 like, to understand this if one. You're, if you're like, oh my God. if you're a dog, you can never be a dragon. Okay. You see where I'm coming from? Okay. And how will yeah, this tip help the player? Try. How will oh, this tip yeah, help the player? Yes, man. That's what that Tyler's now. trying to insinuate. Yeah, oh, okay. Tyler's trying to say you could try to look like a dragon. No, I, I think no, what I'm trying to insinuate is, okay, for example, I was for a long time like hard gated at low G2, right? And then I reruned my account. You know, I, I gave better runes to my units. I built them as a closer team. I also valued things like accuracy more. I valued things like having two speed difference between a defense breaker and a nuker, right? A lot of people just right. get stuck into this idea. They're like, okay, my team's ruined really well. I'm climbing and then they get hard stuck. And they're like, okay, I should still be climbing because my team is really good, you know? I think what people need to do is, you know, step back and say, all right, let's take a look at the whole thing and run it as a clean slate and try again. I, I got it. I got your advice. I, I get it. What Tyler's trying to say. He's saying, if you want your account to be better, put better runes on your monster. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I get it. Oh, of course. Got it. I get it. Right. Oh, Good advice. Awesome. Right, what, what about, right. what about, uh, what about I, you, MJ or Burke? What is your I, uh, tip? I agree with them, uh, with uh, Tyler's comment about that. Uh, when I, started doing rta my best runes were on my farmers oh anyone that did b10 anyone that did giants or or necro they had the best runes i've always been in the thought process that you know my farming team will accelerate the rest of my team as long as they can get me more runes and then uh once rta came out you know i brought in monsters with you know second third set of runes or whatnot and then just struggled all the way up it wasn't until I, I just kind of dropped everything, deruned all of my monsters, deruned all of my farmers, made the farmers to be adequate enough, and then I put all of the best runes on uh, to like six or seven of my RTA units. But and see, then I focused on them. The difference is we're end game. I think I think first before before making that decision, uh, you, you need to decide. Okay, where are you in the game? Are you ready to compete? Are you ready to go for it? You know, if you're not ready to compete at the highest levels, or at least the highest levels you want to compete at, you know, whether your goal is to get G1, G3 Legends, whatever your goal is, if you're not ready to realistically compete for that, don't put your best runes on your PvP units. Don't don't waste all your best grindstones on your current best runes. Yeah, you know that you. that's when you 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 know you got to know. All right, you're in rebuilding mode. Then you can put everything on your PVE units. You know, save your best grindstones. You know, save the orange gems. And, and, and wait, wait until you're ready, Recharge. and then then you can you know hit the switch and and move everything over. But know know when you're ready and know when your goals aren't in reach yet. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with trying. Just go for it, man. You know. Yeah. Make that, make that's that the fun in it, right? To try different things. I, on on top of that too, you, you don't necessarily have to be the first turn every time. I know everyone's got this idea that you you always have to be the first turn team. Like for first second turn in. yeah well see there's a lot of people who take like third turn even but they they can deal with it because their runes are so efficient they're tanky they can deal with the the bruising or the beating that <coughs> other teams throwing at them 
Exactly my point. What? No, no, no. Keep going, sir. Uh, and then there's other teams that run 100% on everything, 100% resist. Say that name too loud. Uh, the OO Cat guy. I, I forgot his name. His but that guy has 100% resist on everything. And it's just, he, he's extremely tanky. That guy doesn't even take second turn. I, I'll do a second turn before he takes a turn. Uh, but his team is extremely good because he's on will. He resists pretty much everything and he has good RNG. You don't have to have the fastest runes in order to compete either. Yeah, like like I was just saying, um, Joseph, for example, you know, I mean, took everybody by surprise with his uh, efficiency on his runes to be so tanky. You know, it took people like uh, yeah. even Tiger asked like Tiger, what happened? Yeah, uh, he fucked me match. too. Yeah, even Thompson screwed him over too. But I asked Tiger what happened, and Ti Tiger says, "Tiger said he was too fast, and that like, he was too fast, and you know, Joseph was uh, really slow, but uh, had all his efficiency on you know being tanky. So it does work. It is the Tedan strat. He outslow the enemy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of times if you're too fast too, and everybody's on will, and they ban your stripper, you I hate no that. To go in. Do you know how many turns you just take that are just completely wasted? <laughs> Yeah, you're just going at them, and they have immunity. That will never happen to you again. Never. <laughs> well, not but you. That's now. That's the new me. But I'm talking about old me. Old me. The, the before Thompson me. Et. I'm telling you, you just got to message Thompson with some uh, sweet notes, huh? sweet whispers. Anyways, um, what my before you summon? I guess my my better tip for uh, you know players that are really hard stuck in RTA is. Uh, just simply give up. Just stop playing RTA. <laughs> just <laughs> toxic. I was not expecting that at all. Jesus. Got him. No, uh, I, would, I would say something that wasn't mentioned that I'm going to reiterate again is knowledge. Yeah. Watch replays. Yeah. See what other people use. See what other people use as units to counter. See how they pick. See how they ban. And of course, like what Tyler's saying, you know, revamp your account. Reruin your account completely can really change the way you do RTA and the way you perceive it. And, you know, that your mindset and strategy that you initially have, you might be opened up to another strategy that will work a lot better for you. So it really is knowledge, man. Definitely is knowledge. Watching more RTA will make you a better RTA player, for sure. <clears throat> respect respect it to your rank. Respect it to your, your relative rank, okay? You, you, don't, you don't sit there as a challenger and you watch like RTAs and then you magically become a conqueror. No, 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 no. Right? Respect it to your rank. You're going to get to whatever maximum ability your account can obtain. Right? That's how you're going to get there. Getting your butt whooped in RTA is not a bad thing, though. It's how you learn. You know, you, you, you're going to get beat a lot of times, and you, you see how you get beat, what you did wrong, what they did right. And that that's that's one of the best ways to learn. There's nothing wrong with that. Just just have fun with it. Yeah, on top of that, having fun with it is one of the hardest things you can do, too. Uh, a lot of people get tilted. A lot of people mm. get upset when they lose. I'm just saying you got to find something that's fun about what you're doing. For me, it's just testing out new comps, just playing around. I, I don't really care for rank right now. Uh, the transmog isn't something I really care for. But for the most part, at this point, I'm just playing. I'm just playing because it's fun. M-Day will, like, fart G3 anyway. <laughs> Dude, for me, the best feeling in the world is when the guy picks Gianna Artemil against you and you clap him in one turn and he hits the quick button. The best feeling in the world. <laughs> Or when they choose Ragdoll, you know, Gianna or the mill, and then, you know, I, that's the best feeling. I just quit out. I saved, like, five minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, you just got to find something that's fun for you. If RTA isn't fun for you, it's 
just not your time yet. Yep. I definitely That's agree pretty that. fair because the guy that has Artemio and Gianna don't feel too bad getting clapped by someone that doesn't have it either. But yeah, I think I think tilting is a big thing in um, RTA. I, I think yeah. a lot of times people, when they get tilted, they don't stop and they don't take a break. I think you should really take a break because if you're even once one ounce tilted, you're going to make a decision that's one ounce less smart, I guess you can say, as smart as, the, as that yeah. statement was. And that's going to, you know, not be good for you in, in your battle. It's going to give you a lower chance of winning. So just do what I do. Just accept that you're a loser and then you'll never be tilted. <laughs> no matter what the RTA, man. I mean, I'm joking, but it's technically a little bit serious as well. Yeah, Be a little bit lighthearted is what I'm saying when you're doing RTAs and uh, really stay focused. Uh, when you're doing RTAs, that, that's definitely how you'll be able to rank up. If you get tilted, that that's when all the other modes in the game really help. You know, if you get tilted in RTA, oh, let let's do some labyrinth. Kill wars, and then it'll feel more. Oh, labyrinth is infuriating. Let, let's try. To, oh. uh, <laughs> okay, maybe not labyrinth. Let, let's try to set a new dragon's record. I don't know. Okay. Whatever makes you happy. Um, quick question: The viewers want to know this. I also want to know this. Sure, do sure. you guys have like an auto, uh, Totoris team? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, share. Um, there's two teams. One is one of my friends, and one is mine. I use Amarna, Beta, Perna, which is cheat code totally, Bastet, and Darian for the whole clear. Um, one of my hey, friends you could, uses. You can auto it. Pardon? You can auto it? Yeah. On okay. If all the bosses are down, <laughs> it's I can easy mode. If the fire boss is dead, I can also <laughs> auto. Okay, I'm, I'm going to text you the specs. Okay. Okay. Text, uh, we're gonna, tell me um, the other team that one of my friends used for a while was. Varus, Fire Undyne, Darian, Teon, and something else. I don't remember what the last unit was. I can ask him a message it's here. Free to play. Yes. Free to play. Oh, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, he uses he uses Varus because it has the inbuilt vampire. Autoing hell? Oh. Yeah. Wait, what what does uh Fire Undyne do again? Fire Undyne balances your HP and then heals everyone. They, they just buffed that's they just right. buffed her recently, like a low key buff that just, just yeah, made it a little bit stronger now, healer, that's all. But this is before that. Oh, even yeah, I know, before that. I oh, know wow. a lot of people are like bringing a lot of defense and they're autoing uh, uh, Totoris. I just, I haven't had the time to like break it open and figure it out. Yet, what what so. do you call this boss again? He said Tartarus. You mean Tartarus? I don't know. Like, that's how less of time I spent on lab. You don't even know the name. Yeah, like SSA, we don't really do like this kind of stuff. I think all we do is RTA. Yeah. I mean, the rewards are pretty good, but yeah. All right, uh, we'll, we'll go on to the next topic here. Let's, uh, let's change gears just a little bit. Just something uh, I wanted to talk about. It's probably going to be really brief, but uh, topic on what are your thoughts on the new Comptio short film? Like, especially because, you know, we went to go sneak preview. What do you thought, think about the sneak, pre uh, the sneak preview? What do you think about the event? What do you think about the actual short film? Do you want to see more? What's cool? What's not? Changing gears a little bit here. I'm really jealous because when I was a little kid, the cartoons on TV did not look this good. I agree. Okay, the graphics are not this crazy. Okay, quite the opposite. I even okay. told uh, uh, they did an interview with me. On okay. Um, and uh, if I was like a five-year-old, I would really enjoy it. But I'm like 33, man. <laughs> I, I was like, man, that thing's for like infants. Yeah, it, it, it is quite PG. <laughs> like it, it is, it is quite PG. Oh, like it's not, no, it's no, not it's catered not towards. Ripping huh? at them, parents' though. guidance for it. It's just G. Yeah. Okay. It's it's very very G. Uh, definitely. But I mean, yeah. So how do you feel about that then? In correlation to you know, okay, 
you're more mature. We're all pretty mature people, and 90, 95% that people play uh, Summoner's War are pretty mature. You know? Yeah, but I think a lot of people who play Summoner's War also watch, like, anime or will watch cartoons. I don't feel and... like I should. you should let, like, 18 and under people play Summoner's War. Why? I, mean, I won't be telling my kid to play this game, man. I'm like, man, don't even ever touch what this if, game. What if they're just trying to segue? What if they're just trying to segue and like it's a totally different route that they're going where their company wants to do these films? It has, you I know, feel, of course people will know like there's a game, uh, but it's not correlated that way. People might. It's I feel like it's bad. I feel like it's mm. bad propaganda for young kids. Mm. Okay. Are you saying gotcha games are propaganda? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you spend money. I mean, it isn't wrong, but maybe that's why they're coming out with MMO. Confirm. We just found yeah. it out right here. The new MMO is G. It's rated G. Guarantee. Oh, Come on now, they're gonna make you figure out a way to spend money on the new MMO. <laughs> so for my own, the MMO is free to play. Uh, mobile that's, games are usually That's just the concept of all mobile games now. Yeah, everyone's just about. And like, if the short film is geared towards like you know, such young age. Do you, would you want that young age group to play Summoner's War? I mean, you're never, too, you're never too old to watch cartoons, man. I know, but the cartoons wait, I wait, watch are like wait, One wait, Punch wait. Man, Attack on Titan. You, but you're talking about, you're uh, talking about younger kids. Young and kid, younger kids, and you're talking about transactions, right? Like gotcha The Summoner's games. War short film is not Rick and Morty or Attack on Titan. <laughs> right, but, but you're, you're saying, uh, you know, younger crowds or younger kids and, you know, you know, gotcha games and being able to purchase things and, you know, getting in that yeah. kind of... But what about Fortnite? Yeah. Uh, there, there's that issue already you... existing in Fortnite and they're thriving. Are they well, not? the already existing... Uh, the already existing community for Summoner's War is a bit older. And I don't think they will enjoy and sit down and watch that. Short it's film. a cartoon about Summoner's War. What do you Thank want you. them to do? Like, sort of like Duran sexually harassing people on the island? What adult stuff do you want to see? Why can't it be oh, something we can oh, all enjoy together? No, I like sexually this. harassing people, Burke. Yeah. The wrong podcast. Maybe. This is yeah. the After Hours podcast. Yeah, okay. Like well, I don't know what type of cartoons you like watching, but yeah, I guess we are we have different tastes. That's all. You know? If you like the yeah. short film, you like the short film. You're a cool guy. Might be the first disagreement we've had on the podcast. Only freaking took two months. <laughs> Goddamn! I like cartoons. Okay. So, I mean, so my the... opinion on it, I think... Yeah, go ahead. I don't think there's anything wrong with actually going this direction. Um, especially if they're planning to segue the uh, the IP as a franchise. So if they want to take the IP of Summoner's War and this world we know as Aaliyah, if they want to take that and, you know, franchise it into separate games and, you know, create merch and, you know, really develop this world on it, I think that adding something like animated shorts or, you know, a television show is a pretty good idea, actually. Right. Also, the especially next if the other aspects game. are focused on younger people, right? The yeah, next time you're getting into an RTA game, Burke, is going to be a five-year-old beating your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that. Uh, Thompson. But, hey, I, brutal, and, and, buddy. Brutal. The, the greater picture of things, no, me though. Too. Like, me too. If they're expanding the IP, they're, they're creating more games, they're, they're, they're coming out with a new show, That that's only going to help uh, ensure the game survives a longer time. I mean, that's a good thing for all of us. Even if you Having don't watch the show. Having a six-year-old playing this game is... Okay, but what's well, important about this game community, is about, like, that's what I'm trying to say, is aren't five-year-olds. But don't we want the community to grow? Those 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 kids will grow. I mean, Topa started playing the game when he was 13. Look at him now. I don't know how... And, like, there are times he's, like, he's tempted to want to spend money on this game, and he's also spent a little bit, and it's hard to balance that. I don't have to 
like you could just play like something else that doesn't that just doesn't teach maturity so to balance much. whether or not you can spend on something oh yeah. you give them a game to teach maturity ah uh, of course <laughs> <laughs> it's the nature of gotcha games, and yeah, there's always going to be that that inherent danger. We always got to be careful, but I mean, there's no reason a little kid can't enjoy the lore of the game and you know go enjoy doing their daily arenas, you know, fighting Durand and, and all that, and then That's turn around watching their cartoon. There's no reason. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I can see, I can see this... up on this like being only directed towards little kids. I mean, there's I, I... tons of people who would love this kind of stuff. I think I think this is actually group. really really good in terms of. Um... Uh, Comptrail's growth and summoners or growth and but I do understand what Thompson's saying as well You know what I mean like kids and gacha games. Yeah, that it, it, it's it, it doesn't look good But can you imagine this right this this last year? Summoners or did an event and you know, it was a competitive tournament and everything but they really had the theme of making it a e Event, you know, you're coming to uh, a festival for these various events like the LA festival Can you imagine this this uh, summoners were growing even more, you know, they have short films people like uh, like the short films, and they come to these festivals. Of course, Summoner's War is going to be an aspect of it. But think of the bigger picture, right? They can sell merch. They can have different things at these festivals that everybody else can enjoy too, not just the game. It doesn't necessarily mean they have to play the game, right? They enjoy it for the show maybe that's going to get released or these films getting released. I think that's I think that's pretty awesome, if you ask me. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's my... cool. I mean, um, for me, the, the short film just kind of builds a backstory. I'm cool with that. I have no problem with it, uh, but to kind of agree with Thompson, I, I just hope it's not marketed towards kids. I agree. It's I mean, nobody clearly can deny that. marketed towards kids. Okay, now that statement is the. <laughs> I think that's totally bullshit. Excuse okay, me. Okay, fine. It's not. Mar it's marketed towards adults. I think there's only I think one. There's only you have this mindset where it's like, okay, if I don't like it, adults won't like it, which I don't think is true at all. Okay, have you watched the short film? I was there with you. We were all there. We watched it twice. They played we were, it twice. I flew down to visit you we were, guys. We were all in the same room watching it together. We went all for right, lunch, man. man. I'm just going to agree to disagree. No, stick with your opinion. Stop. This is good. This is good. I'm just trying to say I disagree, but in a different way. But okay. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm 35, but maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm just immature. I felt it was targeted towards people like me. I like cartoons. Honestly, I think like the 20 range is still fine. There's a lot of 20 year olds who would still watch cartoons and watch anime and all that stuff. If they like, if they like the IP, I don't see why they wouldn't watch something that supplements it, right? I I'm a huge fan of lore, right? That's why, it, you know, for example, in E7, I read all of the lore, right? Because I care about those things. You know, when I play games like Fallout, I read every aspect of dialogue. I go the through all the 20 year olds are watching Archer or watching Rick and Morty by now, man. I mean, They're not yeah, watching. Love huh? Rick and Morty. Yeah. They can watch everything, right? Archer and Rick and Morty are more aimed towards adults, right? They're very yeah. well aimed towards adults. But I think a lot of people still enjoy all these things, especially lore. I think it's totally underrated. Everyone's like, oh, I don't care about lore because, you know, most people don't care about lore. But there's still like that, you know, 20 to 25% range that enjoy it. And it does help supplement things. Well, I'm going to uh, go on Burke's... Uh... Netflix account and it's gonna be like My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> One through twelve. I, look, look, look. There, oh, there's some man. kids shows that are good. Like, okay, you like Pixar movies? When, when I went to see Toy Story three, I was in a theater full of little kids. I wanted to cry in there. It, it was touching. Just because the kids enjoyed. Enjoy, there's mean... not one Pixar movie that did not make me cry. Even <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph made me cry. Right, but yeah. I'm just saying that is not a Pixar movie. 
Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. That, that, I'm not okay, disagreeing with that. Another, but... another perspective. What about families? What about people who play Summoner's War that have kids that their kids play Summoner's War? I have a couple friends in real life with kids that are like between six and twelve that play Summoner's War because their parents play, right? And they also love the IP. They like the idea of things. So when they saw the short, it was great for them. They loved it. Actually, yeah, if you think about cool. it, it doesn't work in both ways. People who play Summoner's War know there's a short film, but people who see the short film not necessarily know that there's Summoner's War. They didn't do anything to really, you know, indicate, hey, you know, watch this short film and hey, you know, there, there's a game as well. We have a, we have a, we have a gotcha game, Summoner's War, right? Yeah, if you, if you have a kid, would you rather have your kid play Zelda or Summoner's War? Whatever they want, man. I mean, I'm not going to dictate what my kids want to do if I have kids, right? I'm going to let my kids enjoy life. As a dad, though, I I personally like Summoner's War, but I don't know if I necessarily would want my kid to play it, though. Thank you. MP. What if you just wanted to watch the cartoon? Ooh, by the way, for... If you wanted uh, to watch the cartoon, I'm cool with that. So is the reason that you wouldn't want your kid to play because of the... By the way, for, uh, to no. stay away from Zelda... My wife bought me a Nintendo Switch for Valentine's Day. Oh my god, I thought I thought you were trolling us because you had that, well, that thing Switch, that looked dude. like a Switch. Add me on Switch. I just bought it right now. I just bought it today. Sick, I, mean, I have a Switch too. Wait, you bought it or she bought it? You bought it for me. Dang. Yeah. I want to play with you. Was it? For for life. For life. Yeah. Oh, goddamn. All right, nice. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, but she used uh, his money. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I wouldn't, <clears throat> the reason why I wouldn't want my kid to play it, honestly, is because I don't know. I don't want him to see that dad spends a lot. <laughs> and, and, and on top of that, I, I, I don't know. They, they, yeah, there is a gambling aspect to the game. Yeah, I think that's the biggest uh, and, deterrent. Uh, yep. Anytime yeah, the gambling is in play. That, Mm -hmm. Right, and uh, I just, I don't know. It, it's hard to kind of pinpoint why I wouldn't want him to play it. I'm, I'm not going to stop him. Your instincts are it, right. That's but, the only thing that won't lie to you. Yeah. Alternate yeah. Or you can take it as your kid is young, and at, uh, at the age of being young, that's the time where you absorb everything and learn about things the most. You have an opportunity to let him play and teach him that gambling aspect is not a very good aspect in life, and he grows up to... Uh, knowing that his dad has taught him that the gambling aspect is uh not good so there's two sides to it right there's, there's much yeah, argument but it, it, it's <laughs> telling your kid you're not like, to smoke but you guys watched uh, the hill and there's one episode i only watched like one episode that i really like um the kid like uh picked up smoking so to make the kid quit bobby hill hank hill bought him a whole pack box of cigarette and told him to smoke that whole pack of box of cigarette to make him hate smoking Wait, that was the only episode you liked? <laughs> yeah, that's the only episode I liked. Yeah. King of the Hill wasn't so entertaining. It was just like a... a yeah, anyway, yeah. That's kind of like that theory. You, you, you can't, like, make them, you know... You, you can't make them play it to learn a lesson, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, All right. do any of us here have kids? MTD have kids? Yeah, I have a three-year-old. His so... name is uh, Tank. Nice. Um, do you think that... You would you would you hard disallow your like not you're not allowed to play Summoner's War or would you try to use it as no. a tool to teach like Brian said? I, I would definitely not uh, disallow him from playing it. I would discourage him. Uh, I want him to make his own decisions regardless. 
uh, I, I want him to be able to kind of make mistakes and figure out things. Uh, well said. Well said. Yeah, because it's the only way to grow as a person. You, you do have to make a lot of mistakes. I, I made a lot of mistakes in life, and I need him to make a lot of mistakes too. But I would entirely discourage him because you know, as life is, temptation is really hard to control. Every time I see an LD pack, I, I get tempted. Do you think by uh, discouraging him, you would actually be reinforcing the wrong behavior? <sighs> it's that that delicate balance we've taught. We've gone it, from it talking is. about something where to talking about I, parents. I, I, I am certainly not a pro at being a dad, but you know, uh, the only thing I can do is kind of just push him in the right direction as best as I can. But well said, he's going to well just said. have to eventually make those mistakes. Yeah. What if you and want he's like, free to play? Also, also, this is true. Uh, discouraging or not discouraging, when he's old enough, he could make his own decision to play, to choose to play, and that's up to him. But as for right now, like, I'll tell my son, I'll just tell him, don't play it. Yeah, not even discouraged, man. Just, I better not see that shit on your phone, period. Yeah. Mm. When you're old enough, he could play all he wants, and that's his own business. Let's just let's just take uh, a moment to uh, kind of appreciate, and, uh, you know, this is going to be a future topic on a podcast, but... Uh, MT's MT has a kid. None of us do, and he's G three. So that that yeah, that, that takes a moment of appreciation there. Lots of LD units, G three, and has a kid. I mean, he's beating, beating you, Thompson. I mean, let's be real, right? Because <laughs> you G three as well, but you don't got a kid yet, right? So that, that's a, quite a cheap. Well, yet. you guys know, I'll stop. I'll, I'm going to be playing my Nintendo Switch. So. <laughs> Zelda's his kid. Link right. is also his kid. All right, segueing, segueing off to that topic, uh, we're going to finish off here with the last one, which we always do. Uh, we're going to open it up to people here in the chat. I know you guys have been kind of just listening in and chilling, but if you guys want to come up and uh, ask any questions or give any topics out, um, anybody is free to take any of the topics that they see from the chat and uh, bring it up for us to discuss. So I saw one earlier. Get... Someone said, what sure. about the overly sexualized transmogs in Summoner's War? And my response to that is... Go look at television. Go look at movies. Go look at everything out there in oh, the yeah. media. It doesn't matter. That's an irrelevant thing. I don't care if he sees any of that stuff. If he's allowed to. Uh, I do have something, kind of a little pro tip about passwords. I've seen some people's passwords because I've logged onto their accounts. They suck. Make new passwords. <laughs> and here's regular. how. Choose Change a phrase. Regular. Choose a phrase. Say, I love Island Grown's stream. It's awesome. I watch it every day. Right? That's my phrase. So I can be one. Love can be a capital L. Island Grown's stream is IGS. Uh, you can do the caps on IG and then S at the end. Uh, I can be one. Watch can be W. It can be one T or just I or one every day ed and there you have a very strong password and then there are a lot of sure people to write your password them. down put it in a bottle throw it into the ocean so what? if you forget what you know where to find it at what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> well, what i'm saying is make a phrase change out some of the letters for numbers and but you'll always remember that phrase yeah, that's a that, that's a good one. That's how you make it. That's how you make a dope password. There, there's a lot I of people who actually use uh, password generators, and what they do is they use a password generator, and then they just copy paste it and have it on their uh, like computer or somewhere saved, and it's like a crazy the, password. The tough thing about password generators is that you'll never remember it when you're in a pinch. <laughs> that's why you yeah. have a password vault. Yeah. You have a yeah. password vault, and you password vault. It. You could do that, but <laughs> I'm just saying, 
making a phrase and making it a calculator difficult is is really really easy and the best way you can even remember your own password or controversial <laughs> statement trust two-factor well, authentication and you're good to go no you're never good to go i mean two-factor authentication for most things i don't know about this case i think they had some issues but i think it's it's all been resolved I haven't heard, like, because let's be real. Let's talk about that for a second here. There was a hacking situation when they started everything, right? But it looks like it's resolved. I don't hear people that people bypassing the uh, two-factor anymore that uh, CompTOS has set up. I mean, it's bad that, you know, they were able they to do that from the start. But, like yeah, I don't I don't see people uh, going through that. Yeah. It's less frequent now. Yeah, much less frequent. So, I mean, that, that actually helps with a layer of protection, I would say, for the most part. As much as the memes will go you know, about uh, CompTOS security. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think you're right. I haven't seen many posts on uh, Reddit about it. Bro, I talk the to people that have, that like, bad. have secured their account. They've, they've like, they secure their account and they're really safe with their account. They don't get hacked, man. And then the people that do get hacked, I, ha I ask them, like, you know, certain questions about, you know, what they do with their information and stuff. And it's it's horrendous. And then, and then the they ask why they got hacked. Isn't what people complain about. The, what people complain about is the recovery. It's gotten better. The recovery though. process takes forever. It, it, it does take a long time. Though. Yeah, it's a lot better though. It's a lot better now. Say, a lot better now than before. Some they respond. No, no, because share their passwords with way too many people. Stop sharing your passwords with so many people. Change your password frequently. If you have is a also Google Plus good. account, you should message um, CompTOS support, and you should ask them to allow you to build a Hive ID, or you should go into. Uh, you go to your main lobby, you click your name in the top left corner, you click CompTOS Hive, and then I believe you can set a like a like a user ID. Or you'll be given a user ID that's a number. Uh, Richard asked because Google Plus is running down. I see. Yeah, and but some nobody gets something from me. Why, why is Tomato so high in RTA? He's got a good account, he's got good runes, and he's a really smart player. True false. Uh, I mean, wins that, and this, this so he can do 30 wings a day. This season, they changed the rules a little bit so that when you lose to a player a lot worse than you, you don't lose as many points. So that, you know, whereas before it was basically about treading water and making incremental gains, now now it's it's a net gain if you can use all your wings, as long as you're winning a certain amount. So, yeah. yeah he's the only he, one that could do 30 wings a day. So, that could come yeah. on with that means he, he's going to, you know, elevate a lot more. I do like 30 wings a month. <laughs> I rarely do wings. I mean, the most yeah. wings we did was, hey, when we were in LA and we were all playing together. That was like the most wings I've done. I did 30 of Brian's wings. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, we sat at the, the tea shop and we were just like hovering. You know, I think that's the most fun. I mean, you remember at the LA as well? Empty, you were there too. Who, whose account were yeah. we all playing? Yeah, everybody was around one table on one account. It was j Max's account. Yeah, it was like five people yeah. there. That's so, the fun, that's, that's so fun, dude. That's so fun. It's true. Yeah, it is fun what, uh, listening to what other people, you know, uh, think or how they think and how they plan. Yep. Yeah, everyone's got a different opinion in this game. You just got to find yours. <clears throat> Why are destroy runes undervalued? Um, because they're not good in most content. Most content is too short-lived for destroy runes to be relevant. Oh, there, there's a good answer there. Yeah, but I think destroy, destroy runes, runes have, take a lot of turns. They, the, and the, 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 most content does not go a lot of turns. The thing, the good thing about destroy runes is because you have such a um, such a high rune standard for destroy runes. When you need to use them, you know that most of your destroy runes that you end up keeping got like insane stats. 
So that's that's one perk. And obviously you can use it in Guild Wars and Guild Siege, but in terms of RT, I don't find a lot of value in Destroy Runes. I mean, unless you've got like crazy speed on it or something, crazy efficiency. There's a couple of monsters that are pretty decent on Destroy. In RTA like, though, like uh, from the benefits of the mill. But for the benefit of the set? Arda, Fungen, uh, Diana, decent. Uh, I can't ever say that Destroy Runes have uh, ever excelled me or won me a game. But in Siege and Guild Wars, they're fantastic. Yeah. Because you can just... Auto. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can, yeah, you can just hit that auto button and just come back half an hour later. It's done. Or you half an hour later. <laughs> well, you know, go go have some food. What kind of team you run in that's like half an hour, Woo! dude? You, you start your war and you take man. a shower. That's not a Barbie girl. Dude, the, the safest teams take a long time to kill. <clears throat> Bang Yan, Wusa, Rakuni, or Amelia or something. So auto, come back later. I have geared away from that. I twins and bomb everybody. This man uses Sierra Gianna, Fran. Yeah, it's just about clearing quickly. I'm um, very lazy. Copper Bulldozer. Oh, I Katarina. mean. I mean, Double Katarina is just, just kind of YOLO because it's fun. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, Double Katarina, Copper, Bulldozer, Bombs. I just use those. Should we do RTA if we don't have OP RTA units? You should do RTA if you enjoy the idea or if you enjoy doing it. Yep. You got to enjoy the aspect of wanting to uh, improve on that game mode yeah just think of it as game modes you play the game modes you like you excel yeah. in the ones you enjoy there has not been a guild war i lost and all i do is all i do is sierra you don't can't so tell far. me you bomb with sierra what you have something safe sierra to gianna fran oh and my twins. god okay sierra gianna fran you have so many opportunities just in case your bombs don't land even if you miss your bomb like three turns in a row you're still good you're still yeah and, and my second twin is just uh, my second team is just twins and bastet martina by the way Twins uh, how, and how long do you guys think this game will last? That's a question in the chat as well. What's the, what do you think the longevity of the game is looking like right now? The game's Seven more years. Point. Seven more years? How, 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 how do you gauge that? Where you get that number? Uh, I'm pulling out of my rear. Seven okay. more years. Seven more years. I, I try to gauge uh, the game in sets of two. Every two years, I'll reevaluate whether the game is going to continue longer. Mm. I think right now we're still probably another year and a half at least before I have to think about it again. Mm. I don't know. There is not one person that I know that's not telling me I feel like I'm going to start not spending money on this game anymore. It might not be true, but everyone's thinking it. Probably Empty. Empty, right? You know, he's thinking oh, it too. Yeah. I haven't huh? spent in a while after getting yeah. those LDs. Yeah. Question What do high rank Everybody RTA... is starting to like face the other direction. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So as but, we phase out spending, other people phase in spending because they get yeah. closer to the ranks as people quit. So next man just, up. Yeah, just... But as far as how long this game will last, it's it's a little bit of RNG too. Depends on how people spend. But it's the most promising mobile game thing. right now out there. Honestly, as as long as something else doesn't come that very well established the game. There's that part, but. There's also the part of if they don't add an update that completely screws over the game or... Which I don't see that they won't because players. this is their... They know this is their best game, so this is the one yeah. they invest the most time in. They're also... As long as they don't make I've mistakes, they'll have from, good running. What I've heard from Tyler was uh, that they're also under a lot of pressure right now because E7 is doing really good. It, but they, I mean, it's, it's okay, E7 is, E7 is in a delicate position. They have a lot of potential. However, I don't think it will overtake this game unless we are looking like a year and a half later. 
I think if the game goes really well, and if this game doesn't go so well, in a year and a half it could overtake. I mean, However, we... I think that in the current state, this game is way better because it's way more established and there is way more to do. We're all biased, you realize that, right? Because of how yeah, we... longevity and how long we've been playing the game. Uh, we are biased. Being a new game. We're a little bit biased, and most players are going to be a little bit biased on their opinion which game has more longevity versus if you ask a random mobile gamer who has never played either games. Oh, I think they, I think they would agree look, to say Summoner's War is yeah. um, more established than the one that would last longer. Look look at history. I mean, we've we've seen so many Summoner's War clones or similar games pop up, seem really promising, and then fade away. It, it, I've lost kind of how many similar games have been the next Summoner's War. I, I mean, I'm not going to bet against the game that's been here for so long. War, like E7. Huh? Nothing's even been close to like being the same thing with a different IP. This Epic Seven is very, very similar with a different IP and maybe like ten things that are different. Korean like, company as well, by the way. Korea is doing something right. Just, yeah, I'm just say that, so, man. They so got. The thing they, is, they when do you look something. at it, the the developers of E Seven were the old Soccer Spirits developers before Soccer Spirits got taken over by Comtois. So plus they have people from old Summoners or players that are balancing the game. <clears> you guys remember in the intro loading screen, there's that guy with the light panda, Swagzer. He's on the developer team for that too, right? So they have a lot of summoners where knowledge and experience, which is why I think that the game will live. However, I don't want to say that it will overtake or anything. I, I still prefer Summoners War. I think it's a great game. A question to you. How do you even play two games? I play five games at once. Jesus. I have uh, I mean, it's, it's not, of Epic uh, Seven you, open. You just don't, you just don't hardcore. You just don't hardcore all of them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I there's some that you change slightly more casual. Yeah. See, I think... So go ahead. Oh, for me, it's uh, Summoner's War is the game that I play when I'm mobile, and then when I'm at home, I'm I'm on the PC or whatever. Oh, what you playing on PC right now? Let me ask. Apex. Apex. Uh, yeah, Apex is on the list. All right, I'm getting Apex. You guys I never got Brian, uh, you got a computer for Apex yet? Oh wait. Yeah, you be quiet. <laughs> no, but I cleared up. I cleared up some space on my solid state drive because if I'm gonna play it, I'm not gonna put it on my regular like um, hard drive. It has to the be on my solid state drive. The only game you guys should be playing right now is auto chess oh my god that game is so fun oh yeah that that's been a pretty hype game too <laughs> yeah it's auto chess so fun what else do you play burke i'm curious i mean i'm really, I'm really focused on summoners war when it comes to mobile games because Cannabis. you know I, I can't emotionally you know divide myself that way uh, I, I play magic the gathering too but i mean when it comes to mobile games arena or like real cards both <laughs> I, I prefer nice. the real game nice but no, yeah, I mean it's on a tear today. Like, when when, when it comes to uh, you know mobile games, I I can't focus on, on too many games at once. I, I'm emotionally invested in one game. It takes all my energy. It, it it takes up space in my brain. I can't memorize everything in one game, let alone five. Mm. I agree. Yeah, I I might start yeah. up playing uh, Apex as well. But yeah, that makes sense. Empty. Like when you're out and about, you know what I mean. Some of those worries like you're mobile, but when you're home, you got a different game in mind. But yeah. uh, I guess that's that's one of the ways that people me. play multiple games is that um, some of the games do allow emulators. Now, some of those worries doesn't support it, but a lot of other of the mobile games do support it as well. So it makes it a lot easier for you to this. play multiple games. When you're playing Apex Legend, you can't farm and play Apex Legend. Of course but you when can. you're playing Auto Chess, yes, you can. You just have to get good. It's kind of hard. Come I play on everything now. in farm. I farm Are like five the same games game here? while playing okay. other shit. But when you're playing auto chess, when you're playing auto chess, you can farm and play auto chess. Yeah. Dude, let me let me give you a pro tip, Thompson. 
two hands, mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. Summoner's War Toe. <laughs> <laughs> you you do that, that, really? Not. Scott. There's no way. There's no way. I just can see him He's right now. He's got a tablet stand on the left or the right or something. Uh... No, that's why we've been talking about his kid and playing the game. He's got he's got his kid there watching him play Apex. Click and replay for him, son. Click replay. Yeah, sell, sell. It's like having your own maid like Koro used to have. Oh man, no, I I just I stop farming once I get home. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 the way I deal with it. So that's why you're not legend. I see. When it, when it comes down to it, it's still a game. Exactly. You, you got to play the game on your time. You know, play the game the way you enjoy it, when you enjoy it. Hey, because you play magic cards, don't you wish that Come to Us did like a weekly tournament or like a Friday night magic? Oh, I'd love something. Oh, like that would be awesome. Actually, a lot of people at the office play magic. Like, like, well, wait, I'm not saying... talking about magic here. Summoner's War. Summoner's War. Didn't they try to do some kind of ESL thing with the EU community? Like, they had that going on for a couple weekends. I don't what know whatever that? happened to that. Middle East, Northern Africa, and Europe. Yeah, they did some I, kind of ESL thing. It, like, you know, Counter-Strike's have those tournaments? Yeah, they had one every weekend for, like, a month or two or something like that. Right. Party at Thompson's house every Friday. You, yeah, you we, could, we, could, we, could, we can plan more stuff and uh, do something like that if you guys want. Like, to schedule up a tournament or whatever it is. And, you know, I think people would get knowledge of watching, you know, some of the known players just duke it out. I think it's good scrimming I'm, for you guys. I mean, let's be real, you guys scrim on a daily as well. Yeah. But it's weird because, like, uh, for Magic, you can have, like, 50 people play at one time, and then at the end, the two best player play, right? But how do we do that for Twitch? Like, how do we do that? You only how, can how showcase on one screen? match at a time. So what would exactly. happen is that when you're streaming on Twitch... So you can showcase one match per device that you own that you can put on your screen. So maybe you could do two, but it would be hard because then you'd have to commentate both of them. It really doesn't really make sense. I mean, the can, problem... Can, can is... I throw something out there? Yeah, go ahead. Why don't we make like a Twitch Rivals thing? No, uh, hear me out, hear me out. Okay. Five Twitch streamers. Get your uh, get your teams together, you know, have them duke it out. The best from your teams fight other Twitch players' teams. Oh. Hmm. Twitch Rivals. Thompson, you're on my team. Find some prize support and we Yo, Contos, if you're watching this, man, yeah. they, they just did like a, like the game just came out Apex, you know, just like a week ago and they just did a 50K tournament, man. Can we get like a, like the 25K <laughs> for this uh, Twitch Rivals uh, Summoners War tournament going on, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, uh, yeah. You watch, like, <laughs> I guess like lately I've been into like Dota, right? Like Dota Auto Chess. Every time I'm watching Dota, they're having a tournament. Like every day, every they're time, rich, every dude. hour. They're rich. I mean, yeah. When it comes down to it, that, that's the rich too. Dota is the highest paying, highest paying yeah. tournament game out there, man. I mean, put the money there, the players will come. But the re the, the main obstacle to having the uh, Friday night summons were type of thing is the price support. If if we have the price support, players will show. And, uh, can I say something? Like for uh, so for Magic, uh, for price support, they didn't give like crazy car, crazy stuff for price. They, they'll give like a very special foil card that's not even like super expensive or something, right? So like for Summoner's War, every Friday night, they could do like an online type of tournament and like the top 100 of every like region or something like that gets like a transmog, like a special transmog. Isn't that basically RTA skins? 
Yeah, but it's it's uh, a yeah, way faster it's like pace. Weekly. It's a way way faster. Well, I'm just pace. saying yeah. you don't have to give crystals or give money. Yeah. Like magic, they just give like a foil like card or common or whatever. Give Elia a new mount. Huh? Give Elia a new mount. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so That's there's cool. two questions in chat that I think are pretty important that have come up a lot over and over. Um, Timmy says, if they offer more prize pools in tournaments, do you think more endgame players will spend? Yes or no? I don't think it really matters. I think more of the lower end players will spend, actually. Like, the borderline G2 players will spend a lot. I don't think the G3 players will spend much more. Uh, I was spending, like, crazy during SWC. So, yes, the... Uh, but for like, the for small-scale tournaments, do you, like, would that influence more spending for you? I think to each his own, you know, with that one. Some people will, some yeah. but they'll definitely see a bump of their income, for sure. I mean, the the, the the extreme whales aren't spending to make money because they're putting a lot into the game. They're, they're, spend, they're spending for pride. They want to win, you know, it's the, the competition that draws them. So I guess it depends on how much prestige there, there would be to these. Like, if they announce the winners in-game, like a huge announcement, congratulations to this dude. Yeah, people would probably spend more, but, but if it's just like a private thing that no one really pays attention to, maybe not. Yeah, if there was some bragging rights to to throw it in somehow, like I, I agree with Thompson, maybe a cool transmog skin that just or an in-game banner. You're the weekly champion. Yeah, in-game banner, anything. Yeah. Anything. What's the second something. question. Yeah. Uh, the second that. question was. Sorry, do you have anything else to say, Empty or Brian? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm good. Go ahead. Uh, the second question, and I, I dealt with this a lot yesterday. So Wednesdays I do sub RTA, and a lot of a lot of my subs are like fighter. So some struggle matches. Um, Glue, uh, Gumi the Great says, how can we discourage Guardian players from farming fighter? And I agree this is a huge issue. Um, yesterday, playing on a couple mm. fighter accounts, I probably ran into half my matches were just people with Guardian wings autoing like fighter players. And uh, I mean the, straight up autoing. The they way, start the match and it just autos. The, the way you fix that is just... Um with like uh like an mmr system or something where like it, depending yeah. on how many total matches you played it becomes actually more difficult for you to climb back up so you actually will be discouraged to derank because by deranking you're going to make it tougher for you every time you derank to rank back up yeah it's just, the issue with that is that a lot of players player? don't really care about that end game rank they don't care about the final season rank what they do is they just farm noobs for fast points really fast like easily oh they just farm for the the gained glory from our yeah, team. You talk about the guys that will like lose half of theirs, like you know, just bomb fifteen and no, then no. I mean, I mean people, 15. people like our rank who will literally sit in fighter three. Yeah, but they have to. They have to lose like fifteen first to, to get well, down low. You can you can start by just losing all your placements. Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm to... kind of now understanding this too, like Merc. Yeah. Merc. But uh, any way you slice it, though, the somebody's gonna lose. Yeah, you give diminishing yeah. returns to those who lose often. It's the guys who do lose often that are trying will get them, you know, lower points or whatnot. There's there's no way to really fix it without one part of the population being heard about it. So do you think that one point per loss would be would be enough mitigation that people would complain less about it and it would also just be accepted per se it wouldn't be right but it would just be accepted that could promote yeah, actually people to derank because they now they get points for deranking too as well as ranking up if they gave me one point for losing i would just do 30 wings every day and leave everybody <laughs> that's 30 points so do you think that the lower players would accept that because then they get free wins uh yes and no i so, guess but 
the the point of doing RTA is that you you really want to do battles. You you want to duke it out with the other players, having to go in and specifically look for points or hope for points. I, I think you're kind of going in with the wrong thought process thought process in mind. I mean, I, mean, I, I have no idea how we really like. I think I think the ranking it, is uh, it's is just, kind of it's an issue that people bring up. All it's, it's, it's an issue that's really, really hard to fix. But I think one issue that's similar, but I would like to segue into it, is um, when people are AFK um, and just doing the RTAs and just leaving their phone there AFK, I think there should be something implemented where um, it kicks them out of the match and they actually lose it or whatever. Instead of being able to like start the match AFK, all the bands are picked AFK. Like how, how, how do you tell me that somebody clicked the RTA button and physically just wasn't there for all of the picks and going into the match? Right? It should auto kick you so you don't have to wait and waste your time like sitting there while this guy's just like full autoing you from the beginning to end, right? In AFK. Well, it's, it's not bots. always bots. And and the reason I say it's not always bots is because a lot of these matches I'll start winning and then they'll come back. And I know they come back because the timer changes. <laughs> and the targeting changes. And I'm like, okay, well, this person was trying to auto me and now they're gonna lose. Right. But some people come back and they can still win and stuff, and it's just a huge waste of your time and it's frustrating. Mm. I don't know. I, I, it's just a topic. I, I don't really have any like solution for it or anything that I've thought of that has good merit to it. But I just wanted to bring it up because people ask about it all the time in my stream and in your stream. But the I, I kind of have a uh, like if you're a fighter one and you play against a G one or G two and you lose to him, is that what you're talking about? No, it's a G one that's pl in fighter that's playing against, that's oh, matching with you. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So people are yeah, like, they're literally like, like one to three silver stars. Oh, they're yeah. like 1300 points. It's like, uh, why? why but easy, right? Let, let's pretend you went down to, let's even see one. Let's say Thompson. Yeah. How, how easy would it be for you to do your 30 wings? Yeah. I remember placement. Easy. I was like autoing everybody on stream. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they do it. So they can just farm points because they don't care about end rank is what Tyler's saying. They just want the points and it makes it really, really uh, a very toxic environment for players who are actually trying to do RTAs or trying to rank up and actually really care about it. There's just no chance they can win. All right. I mean, if you're trying to incentivize actually caring about your rank and, and not tanking, I guess the direct solution would be to increase the prize support for, for the, the final rank, you know? Right now they give you uh, a MOG, a Mount for Elia, an Aura or, or something. Maybe give you some, some real crystals like every three months or so, or even make the RTA season shorter and reward crystals at the end of that. It's not hard to climb at all. I can climb. I can climb about it. if I'm if I start at Conquer, I think I can climb almost 150 points a day until I get to Guardian One, Guardian Two. Would a shorter RTA season reduce that? If uh, you don't, you have less time to mess around and tank, and, and if you had to climb from the beginning, like you can't you can't sink in, in special league and climb back up because it's only two weeks. But you know, in every game, they always have this problem of people tanking and AKA the correct word in terms of gaming smurfing, right? It's it, it's everywhere. You see it all the time. So I mean, yeah. it's 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 a hard like like MT said, it's a hard thing because anything you any way you slice it, someone's gonna lose. So, but in in the end, when the guys do have to eventually tank back down and, and toss some battles, you get free wins, and it does kind of balance out to a degree. Yep. Yep. It's true. Anyways, um, yeah, podcast went a little longer than usual today, but uh, we had some fun and interesting topics going on. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me on the podcast today. It was really, really good, really, really interesting, fun, and uh, hopefully informative for you guys watching here on Twitch or on YouTube. 
Make sure if you guys are watching from YouTube though, please go ahead and uh, hit a like and leave a comment below. We'll also put everybody's uh, Twitch channel in the description so you guys can come check them out. We got a lot of content creators, you know, in all different kinds of time zones, streaming at different time zones. So hopefully you can catch some of them and ask your questions and uh, continue to prove in the game and even RTA. Uh, any last words uh, from any of you guys? Feel free to throw anything out before we send it off here. <laughs> Empty promise to start streaming soon. You better not let us down. Yeah, man, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Streaming, I'll, I'll, I'll get on it. I'll get on it. I, I think you have a. Don't I think you have a lot of stuff locked in your head up there that uh, we'd like to uh, hear about. Do not forget, guys. TOA resets tonight, which means I'm racing Brian again, like I do. Every Brian's I won't not be doing, doing TOA rush this uh, this I'm month though. It. Yeah, Valentine's Day, so gonna go gonna oh, go okay. out and true, uh, true. we're gonna go true. to the store. We're gonna, because Valentine's Day is terrible to like uh, go get dinner because it's like terrible service and really busy. So we're just gonna go to the store, like, you know, save money, buy something maybe nice good dinner. to eat, and maybe a bottle of wine and just kind of hang out today. Plus, my, I had a sore throat this morning, so I gotta rest my voice, man. Literally Valentine's talk. Day, I'll be at home playing my Switch. With the wife group. Add me. Together. Add me your though, Switch. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys later, YouTube. Peace out. Thanks, Thanks for having us, Brian. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.